0: everybody, it's uh, Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Yes, it is. Also heard on pod clips around the world. And I am Fred. You can email us, sportsfred at AOL.com. We're taping this at 349 Pacific Standard Time on Thursday of this week. And Art source is back in Pennsylvania. And, all right it's very cloudy here in Southern Cal. I think we're going to hit another rainstorm. How is it in Pennsylvania?
1: Really been cold the last few days, Fred. Temperatures in the twenties, kinda overcast. We got a big nor'easter crawling up the coast. They're gonna hit us probably Saturday night, Sunday, and Monday. So I'm really excited about that.
0: <laughs> now you lived nah. a lot of your you live a lot of your life in Southern California. How can you handle a twenty degree situation?
1: It's it's not easy, but I'll tell you what is good. I went shopping and what would it cost me like two hundred dollars at the market in California? Cost about hundred and twenty dollars here.
0: Like what stuff?
1: If, if I fill my tank full of gas, right? Well, would it cost me about eighty-five dollars? Cost me about
0: forty-five here. So there
1: are advantages,
0: believe me. Talking about advantages tonight, ESPN's got both USC and UCLA on different ESPNs. I presume there'll be at least a hundred fans at Pauley and at <laughs> least a hundred fans at Galen. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. I mean. I was thinking about that. You know, USC finally got beat by Stanford the other night and uh, there weren't many people there as well. You know how it, how it ranges around the country is really bizarre at this point in time, Fred. I mean, you'll watch, I watched Texas tech, you know, upset number one Baylor the other night and that place was on fire. I mean, (laughs) there were probably 12,000 fans there and I didn't see one. So I don't know what to tell you. Um, I think the West Coast has their own view of it, and the rest of the country, uh, you know, it's just hard to get a grip on it. But, uh, you know, it's beyond my realm. I mean, I wonder sometimes who's really making some of these decisions.
0: All right, so two years ago, we didn't have the NCAA basketball tournament, and to me, that's the most exciting couple of weeks in my sports life. It always has been. Even over the World Series, and I love baseball more than basketball. But uh, you think we'll have a? Uh, I ask you this every week here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. But do you think we'll have the NCAA tournament with Omicron taking over the world?
1: Yeah, according to what everything I've I've, I've done a lot of research on it, and uh, the indications are once we get through the middle of February, supposedly you know it's going to change the way the outcomes are. And uh, I actually was feeling pretty bad last week. I had three, four days where I probably had it, you know. And I will tell you, I had some tightness in my throat and a little bit of some headaches. But uh, compared to getting the real COVID, which I had almost a year and a half ago, not even close. Not even close. I've had flus 10 years ago in California when they had that really bad flu go around. It took almost two weeks for me to feel halfway decent. So, you know, I I just wonder if it's not a political hot potato at this point in time, Fred.
0: Well, at 125 years of age, to have it twice, even though the second one wasn't very strong, I could give you a lot of credit. You must have a great physical makeup, a great immune system.
1: Well, I, I do. I, you know, I, I, take a lot, I take a lot of vitamin C. Uh, my vitamin cabinet, I mean... It, you know, it, it's, it takes up a full cabinet, and, you know, I, I'm really into the nootropics. I'm into the, you know, the anti-Alzheimer's previsions and focus factors, and, you know, I just I found a new one, matter of fact, that I really like, and uh, I can't think of the name of it right now, because I haven't used that much of it, <laughs> but uh, it, it really seems to spark my interest in, uh, in really looking things up and... Uh, Hey, what did you think of that national championship game, friend?
0: i got to be honest with you. After the Sunday night Raiders game against the Chargers, I was not that excited on Monday night because I don't remember too many games in my life, and I started following football at five, better than that Sunday night game. So then I turned to the tournament, the NCAA. Did you believe uh, Tomlin said he slept through the
1: end of that
0: game? Yes. Yes. <laughs> And I was, I was, honestly, I, I was sitting here, my, my wife was thinking I was crazy. I was just laughing hysterically. She said, why? I said, you're not going to believe what's going to happen here. And then, of course, they called the timeout. What you know, was
1: Brandon Staley thinking about calling that timeout with 38 seconds left?
0: Okay, first I heard he thought his defense was tired. And then I heard he called the timeout to put some big defensive lineman in there, 320 pounds, for that third down play. Whatever the reason, it didn't work because they made a first down on the next play and then they were inside field goal range. What do you think the reason was? I think
1: if he let that clock run, Derek Carr walks up, kneels down, and the game's over. <laughs> and both teams would be going to the playoffs.
0: What do you think, think he was paying? The only reason the
1: Raiders take the field goal is because they didn't want to have to go to Kansas City. <laughs>
0: So, 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 do you think that he was paid off by the Pittsburgh Steelers?
1: I I don't know if there's any of that going on, uh, uh, but I I will say this: the NFL used to play on Sundays, the final right. game of the of the year. Yeah. Everybody started at the same time. Yes. Okay. That's why that that that's because of these type of situations. And I, once again, I think they got caught with egg all over their face. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I. I think the Chargers would have been a much better draw in the playoffs with, with, uh, you know, Herbert at quarterback. Um, I think the Raiders at, at uh, Kansas city would have been a great, great matchup, you know, over the years. It's been a great game. You know, I mean, you got a pretty beat up Pittsburgh team going into Kansas city and, you know, Kansas city's hottest player right now is Melvin Ingram who uh, was told to get lost by Mike Tomlin. Now, that's a weird situation. There's a lot of weird situations going on in the NFL. I mean, how about Brady screaming at Bruce Arians to get Gronk his million-dollar bonus? Say, so don't tell me when I have to come out of the game. Is Jason Lick the uh, GM down there, or is Tom Brady the GM down there?
0: Well, it's sort of like the Lakers and the general manager LeBron James. I don't think there's any question who's yeah. running that team. I mean, it's it's the same. Um, players. Are, are they now... going to start playing some
1: defense any time this century?
0: No, because they can't. And listen I I you can't find a bigger Russell Westbrook fan than yours truly Fred here uh from UCLA from uh, his every
1: guy's awesome but what a bad year he's having
0: He's having a horrible year I think he's done and of course that's and then of course uh, <laughs> that that's when you, you know trade for say, him.
1: Friend, the last guy to know you're done as an athlete is you <laughs>
0: Well I think he's done and I'm you know I don't think he can guard any I don't think he can guard you And and I've heard rumors... Wait a minute,
1: I'll back him up, take him downtown Jerry Lucas style.
0: (laughs) Folks, what do you think? Again, I'm a Russell uh, Westbrook fan from his days at Lusinger to UCLA, and he stayed the two years and his entire career, but I think he's done. So again, uh, look, I like Jeannie Buss. Uh, I like her sister Janie. I used to uh, deal with him a lot when when I started in this business a long, long time ago. But the point being... I think uh, Jeannie's giving LeBron too much credit and too much power. Your comments. Well, isn't
1: is, is Rambis wife really running the team? Is it, that's kind of what I heard. But.
0: Yeah, she's got a lot to she got a lot to say about it. They're very, Why
1: wouldn't they let Rambis run the team, or bring back somebody who really understands? I mean, they have a sports agent, not so sold on on him. He did a great job though. I mean, I just you know between the Clippers and the Lakers. I think they're both 21 and 21. Right. They're 11 games behind Phoenix. Um, I just – I don't see much hope for either franchise, and it's kind of a bummer.
0: Well, okay, so the Lakers are old and slow, and you know, you know, Davis is going to come back in a week or so. You know sometime in the second half of the season, LeBron's going to go down. So I've said before the season started, they're not going to go five hundred forty-one and 41 if we play the entire season. Do you think they'll go forty-one and forty-one? I I would say
1: you know if they win if they win more than forty games right now, that would be an accomplishment based on what I've seen. I think the Clippers still have a chance to maybe win forty-five or forty-six games. That's just my opinion, but uh, I'll tell you what blows my mind. I was just thinking, you know, the, the NFL wants to get minorities into different positions. The Eagles have a young lady who's the vice president in charge of operations. That's being thought of very highly in terms of the uh, the job as the GM in Minnesota. Right. And I was thinking the other day, they just fired most of their minority coaches. Uh, David Culley got the axe today. Brian Florence, who had a great record, you know what? What was Stephen Ross thinking there? Do you have any idea what? I thought he did a pretty good job down in Miami.
0: Well, they, they they were one and seven, and they win seven in a row, and that's a pretty good uh, turnaround. And they were dealing with a very average quarterback in Tua, and Thank I don't you. I don't think Brian Flores was the guy that made that final decision. So I don't know if uh, you know what's going on as far as that is concerned. What was it three? How many uh, uh, minority uh, coaches did we head coaches did we have this year? I'm not even sure. Uh, three we or four. We had
1: four with, with Rivera in Washington with the football team there.
0: So how many? So now think,
1: we're down to we're down to two.
0: So how, uh, how many do you think we'll you
1: know, have? I mean, twenty five percent of the jobs are open in the NFL. They gave they gave Kelly a, a you know one year one year. I mean you know really and truly, you know the kid developed a good quarterback. I mean, Davis Mills out of Stanford might have had the best second half of any quarterback in the NFL if you look at the stats. I mean you know he he definitely put the Rams on on alert, and, you know, he had Tennessee up against it uh, last Sunday. So, you know, I I will say this about the NFL, okay?
0: Yeah, yeah. They
1: they did do a great job of of putting families in seats this year. Their overall ratings, they averaged 67,000 fans per game. Their ratings are up 10%. You know, uh, they averaged in the 272 regular season games. They actually averaged a 17.2 rating which is one of their best, um, you know, and they're giving Dallas credit for that. And I'm like, what if the Cowboys? Oh, you know why? Because they get 90,000 people in every game.
0: You know, the the, the the ratings that they had, according to what I may have read, and maybe I'm dreaming this, uh, three times that of the National Basketball Association. I think their ratings basically so far this year, 54 And uh, you said 17.2 for uh, the NFL, so a little bit more than than, uh, three times as many. Are you shocked at that, surprised at that, or not? No.
1: You know, I used to be such a crazy NBA fan almost my whole life, right up to the end of the Kobe Kobe Bryant era. And, And something is really fishy in Denmark with that league right now. I mean, I'm sure they're popular in China. I'm sure they're popular in Europe. <laughs> but in the United States of America, I mean, Fred, like, you know, the old joke was you could turn the game on the last five minutes and, and see everything. Yeah. Now it's like the last two minutes. It's like watching uh, the, the Washington generals and the, and the Harlem Globetrotters go up and down the court. I mean, I heard, seriously, I, I used to love that. But you know, I don't see anybody out there like Metal Lark Lemon or Curly Deal or any of those guys. So, I mean, I just I wonder what's what's really going on.
0: Let's go back to Brandon Staley for a moment. I heard rumors that uh, he wants to change his first name.
1: <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, friend. I like that.
0: Hope hey, so.
1: is Chris going to be coach of the year? I think he saved himself from getting fired. <laughs>
0: Folks, uh, we'd love your thoughts and emails right here in Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Also heard, of course, on Pod Clips. He is Arch. You can email us at uh, sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. Hey,
1: Fred, is you hear about the bad news up in Portland?
0: Uh, Lillard what?
1: Yeah, David Lillard's going to be out for six to eight weeks. He had abdominal surgery yesterday, and uh, I've always been a big fan of the Trailblazers over the years, and I just felt real bad because it it, it might be coming to that point, you know, in his career where things are starting to happen, much like the Russell Westbrook situation.
0: You know, he is such a big deal up there and big wheel up there. I mean, he owns how many different stores, companies and whatever. Yeah, everything they've touched this year has turned to uh, nothing because... uh, Uh, McCollum's been out for how long now I mean obviously Nurkic is back but he was out for a long period of time it's an interesting situation in Portland because again I lived up there for six months where it rained every single day but way back in 85 but 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 the bottom line is that's all they have is soccer I mean I mean all they have is basketball and soccer and you know the, 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 the soccer the basketball thing is so big so huge I feel I feel bad for them. I, I I really do because this is going to be a very very bad ending to a very very bad season for the Portland. Okay, Champions. I got a
1: question for you. Can yeah. Eric Weddle play safety for the Rams and keep Kyler Murray from having a big game in SoFi Saturday?
0: He's got the same chance that you have of coming back since 1983 of yeah, uh, I mean, uh, that's that, You know
1: that's going to be the primetime Monday night game, wild card game on Monday night, and the Rams have lost their entire safeties. I mean, we got some great matchups. That San Francisco-Dallas at Dallas game is going to be a classic. I even think Philly and Tampa Bay could be a little better than people think because Philly's going to run the ball, and that's the one thing Tampa Bay can't do real well. Um, I'm looking at, you know, the different matchups. There's some classic matchups. I mean, even the Raiders at Cincinnati. I mean, they're talking about it could be the coldest game since the Chargers went in there and played Cincinnati, you know, Back where you know Dan Dan Frost said he had frostbite on his fingers.
0: Unbelievable! Again, uh, I've never played in that kind of weather. You have. Uh, what does it mean? I mean, uh, for a quarterback. Uh, to... Well, you know the
1: joke is in uh, the big joke was Bart Scott made a, a comment to uh, to uh, what's her name Marzini from ESPN regarding uh, uh, Josh. You know it is uh, it is he gets he said his feet get cold. Yeah. And
0: he said, well, I have the perfect, you know,
1: the perfect thing for that. He goes, just take a Viagra. <laughs> Folks, email <laughs> us. God, Debbie and Woody almost fell off the set. He...
0: <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Folks, email us. Sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. So much to talk about. Let me ask you. Okay. So uh, the Rams in action. Uh, now they got a very tough Arizona team, but both teams up and down all season long. Rams a slight favorite at home. Who the heck do you like?
1: Um, honest to God, based on what I saw in the second half of the game against Forty Niners, um, you know uh, Kelly Stafford, who you know has her own podcast, she's imploring the Ram fans not to sell their tickets yeah. to the Cardinal fans <laughs> because you know in the second half it sounded like the 49ers were playing you know up in San Jose. There were so many Forty Nine er fans and so far. You know, I I look at it, I look at the numbers, and I will tell you this, Arizona's a great road team this year. I mean, their record has been really incredibly good. So, I mean, you know, if I had to pick the game right now based on the numbers, I would definitely take Arizona and the points, and I would think about going over it because I don't think either, either team can stop the other team. What a year Cooper Cup had, too, Fred.
0: Uh, just sort of like Drake London, which I don't know which one. Well, I, I, you I know, know what?
1: That There you go. I mean, yeah. And, and you know who got you? There's something that really bummed me out. Azanaro gets fired, right, as the defensive coordinator for UCLA.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, Dylan, again, Dylan Gabriel was going to go play quarterback there with DTR. DTR right. decided to come back. Right. Now, Dylan Gabriel is going to Oklahoma. And now Oklahoma Caleb Williams is thinking about joining Riley in uh, with the Trojans. It is crazy times in football. I mean Black Monday, the transfer portal, Bryce Bryce Young's making one point three million dollars a year. Can I just stay in college forever?
0: <laughs> okay, he's almost so,
1: making what I made at USC
0: uh, for turning on and off the uh, the sprinklers, which the you didn't have to light. do. They were automatic. I understand. Um, all right. But the, the the situation is as follows. Folks, you can email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Explain something to me because I, I really don't understand it. L.A. County has specific rules on indoor get-togethers. Okay. Okay. At Pauley Pavilion tonight, as we indicated, opening uh, this segment here on Believe Sports Business. And that game's on
1: national TV on ESPN, correct?
0: Well, they're, they're both on an ESPN. I'm not sure which. Yeah, I think the UCLA yeah, is on ESPN. On the,
1: big, the, the mother channel at ESPN, yeah. big game.
0: And the USC game's on another ESPN channel. Maybe ESPNU. I'm not sure. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, last time I checked, Pauley was in L.A. County. Uh, Galen Center's in L.A. County, last time I checked. But so's... The Staples Center or the Crypto Center. How come the Lakers and the Clippers still can have fans inside? Please explain.
1: Uh, You know what? There's your conundrum right there. (laughs) Nobody seems to have any idea what they're doing. It's like, you know, pin the tail on the donkey at this point in time. And, and, you know, Fred, I don't know. Uh, You know, to me. Either you make you make a rule, and you live by it, but you this mess messa. Uh, you know what's good for the goose ain't good for the gander. I I, I just uh, it, it's beside me. I don't know, man. I tell you, there's another great game that I, I it's going to be the, another really cold game. New England and Buffalo, yeah, playing Saturday night, right? Prime time. Belichick, and- I mean Belichick, getting. Five points, Fred. What do you think of
0: that? Uh, I got a hunch Buffalo will win, but it uh, certainly could be close, so I wouldn't play the game one way.
1: Gotta hope that Viagra the... kicks in, is all I got to say.
0: All right, so uh, a final word tonight, right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media from the one, the only, the guy that runs Galaxy Sports. Uh, uh, give us a thought. Well, my
1: thought is this the Super Wildcard weekend is going to be some great viewing for folks. I think you got, you know, seven incredible, six incredible matchups. Uh, I hope you enjoy it because uh, I had such a fun time watching the games last Sunday. The most fun time I had, though, was watching the start of the Seattle game against Arizona when Pete Carroll was jumping up and down at 70 years old with his team, mugging the TV camera. And whatever he has, I need at 125 years of age.
0: <laughs> you know, and, and I think you can state the the, the, the truth too. I played little league games, pony league games, colt league games, high school basketball games with more than a hundred fans. I'm sure you have too. Yeah, and this is this has got to be awfully tough for college kids uh, to just. Uh, it's, it's like a practice. And I, I don't know Basically, how you.
1: Basically, it's their moms and their dads, and maybe. Maybe you know is that is that how they have they if they come up with a, a rhyme or reason on that?
0: Yeah, how how tough would it be for you to, to play? Let's say let's say for the Rams, you know, and you could only have a at, at the Coliseum yeah, we at that about point.
1: That last year, with the stadiums I mean, you know, your adrenaline is a key factor as a football player, as an athlete. You know, you're you're out there, you're part showman, or, or you know, that's that's what really gets you jacked up. I think it'd be very difficult. I truly say that, and. You know, I, I just – it's very, very sad, Fred, very sad. You know, it's, it's, it's on both coasts. I mean, you know, you got the same situation with, with uh, you know, Brooklyn, and, and you know, I, I just don't know what to say about it. It's just uh, – there needs to be some sort of tra- transparency and its consistency. There is none.
0: You know, every time an entertainer dies or an ex-athlete dies – they're now saying, "Oh, he must have had his booster." Any final comments about that?
1: Yeah, that's another one. You know, like the great city, Portier passed away.
0: Yeah,
1: Don Maynard, who was one of my favorite receivers growing up. Yeah, he passed away. Seems like a lot of people are falling by the wayside here recently, and you know, again, the transparency of what the real truth is 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 a little sad and. Uh, I just hope it gets better. I really do, because, you know, this this country is an, a marvelous place to live, and, you know, we're free, and we ought to be able to express ourselves without people telling us what to think. And uh, But everybody has an opinion, and uh, like my dad said, they usually they're, they all stink, so
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a, the way it at, goes. At 125 years of age, you've lived through three of these epidemics, uh, two of them. Uh, yeah, the one in
1: 1918 was not very good. I mean, they had very, very... I mean, people were dying right and left. I mean, here we have modern technology. We got your Pfizer's, your Moderna's, all these companies, you know, and, and they did a great job in, in trying to get it out. But what bugs me right now is, uh, you know, we're 11 months into the current administration, and where, where are all the test kits? You know, where, where where's the planning involved in this administration? I mean, between the, the Afghanistan and, and everything, it's just, uh, my mind is boggled at this point in time that there's no foresight in planning. And all I want to see is somebody with a brain lay out an agenda of, you know, here are the issues, here's how we battle it. Very simple. But
0: well, you know, my, f- my final response, Art, would be we've had five years of idiocy in D.C. Uh, Art, on a personal basis, uh, tomorrow we're taping a half hour later. You do understand that?
1: Oh, it's later.
0: Right? You understand.
1: Okay, gotcha. So, all right, that's perfect. Don't forget, you might as well plug it. We're on Sports Overnight America worldwide, baby.
0: And we're, we're taping part of the show tomorrow at uh, 1230 uh, Pacific Standard Time because I got a doctor's at 1020 to fix my spine, which you won't be able to do. Art, thank you very <laughs> much. Uh, on
1: that
0: show. Uh, we have, uh, again, uh, Ralph Tycho from back uh, by oh, my Brooklyn. Favorite,
1: Where... My favorite Mets guy. I love Ralphie.
0: We're going to have Mom because I want to talk about the the rivalry between the Giants and the Dodgers. Okay, i, I got to keep you another minute, and that'll be it. I promise you, folks. Uh, I'm sorry, Dom. I'm sorry, Mario, but i got one more minute. You've lived in Southern California much of your life. I've lived there almost all my life. I don't see really any rivalry between the Dodgers and the Angels. How come that never occurred similar to, let's say, the Giants and the Dodgers back in the good old days?
1: Well, don't you have to have a winning organization to really have a rivalry? I mean, <laughs> the Angels have had a lot of rough years. I mean, they had their little stretch there with Socha, 2002. But, I mean, really and truly, the last five or six years, they've wasted one of the great talents in baseball, Mike Trout. Now they have Shohei Otani. You know, they, they're making a move, trying to get some pitchers. But until the Angels can get up there on the Dodgers level, that's when you create rivalries. And for ah. years, the Dodgers and Giants battled it out. You know, I mean – the Red Sox and Yankees over the last 20 years has been marvelous. You know, the White Sox and, and, and Cubs are starting to become two good teams. But, uh, yeah, I don't. I just don't think the Angels have held up their head to that bargain.
0: All right. For Art, for Mario, for Dom, I am Fred. Back in 168 hours minus 25 minutes next week on uh, Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody.